When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour Extra Bits. This is our little gift for you podcast subscribers. This week, we're talking to the makers behind a new film about stillbirth. If you've been affected by this issue or have been affected by any fertility issues, you might find the rest of this podcast upsetting. But it is a beautiful film and we wanted to share their story. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton on Talk Radio. One, two, three, four! Now we are talking about an issue that affects far more people than you would realise. Every day, nine babies in the UK are stillborn. Um, And a new film highlights what that is like for the parents of those children. We are joined in the studio by director and writer Edward Japp and writer and star of the film Held, Antonia Desplat. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you so much for having us. We're, We're so pleased to be here. Edward, tell us, what was the inspiration behind the film? Um, so really we were, is that good? Is that yeah, good? That's good. Yeah. Um, we were, um, developing a script about postnatal depression and, uh, a very close friend of ours, um, sister had a stillborn child as we were in development and we both asked our parents about it. And, uh, funnily enough, my great grandmother had two stillborn children and then my grandmother actually had twins who were wow. stillborn as well. Um, and Antonia. Yeah, my aunt had a stillbirth as well. And unless we had brought up the topic, nobody else would have talked to us about it. So we thought, okay, what's uh, the best way of uh, tackling a subject which is so taboo and encouraging discussions by reaching out to a wider audience, not just the people that are affected by the issue, um, and try to help raise awareness. One of the things that... Um I was thinking as you're talking is that it is a really undiscussed subject. So there's, it's a sort of double whammy of this something, this horrendous thing that happens to people, and then the sheer uncomfortableness that everyone feels around that. Absolutely. And so nobody brings it up. No. Yeah. And nobody ever talks about it. I actually think that's a big issue in the UK, yeah. more so in other countries. We're we're quite a private nation. Yeah. Um. And we don't like speaking about things. We like to hide in our houses. And I think when somebody does go through this sort of trauma, the worst thing to do is actually hide from it. People want to speak about it. They want their friends to be there for them. Um, and Yeah, and also, obviously, you give birth to a child. You have to yeah. give them a funeral. So 
the BRF parents want to talk about their child. They want to speak, they want to show pictures, they want to be asked their name um, and people just don't know how to react when they're given this sort of information, which is really sad because they feel segregated and that's why they tend to kind of put put themselves aside from society. And then you come back to work and obviously you've left for maternity leave and you come back and everybody is asking you about your child, which sadly has passed away, which is, it's awful. It's the worst thing we think that could possibly happen to anybody to a family Um, yeah yeah Yeah, because you're preparing aren't you you have that nine months of preparing for the arrival of this other human being and then that that human being isn't isn't there did you was it was it really hard to kind of get into the get into the mind of people who've actually experienced it because it's such a horrific thing none of i mean unless you've actually been through it i can't imagine it must be very difficult how did you kind of get in into that role or 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 get the get the understanding so that you could do the film so we worked really closely with sans which is uh, the main charity with tommy's for stillbirth and we had the chance to interview a lot of bereaved mother who opened their story to us and I read a lot of books, watched a lot of documentaries and tried to understand the common ground of everybody's stories. Because obviously Edward's grandmother um, had this in the 30s and the care at that time was not appropriate for such a trauma. And she was in, she became schizophrenic and was mm-hmm. institutionalized and put aside of society and had shock therapy and everything. Whereas now there's a big support system and those women were so generous in sharing their stories with us. I I think the research was really important, speaking to actual mothers who had gone through the trauma. Um, I found it really, really hard because I was actually dealing with some personal issues, some some health issues, which were actually um, fertility issues. I Halfway through development of this script, a doctor called, we were going to Mallorca to develop, yeah, basically develop the rest of the script. And a doctor called me as we were boarding the plane to tell me that I had testicular cancer and that wow. I'd never be able to have kids naturally. Wow. And like, you you, you can't deal with that. Like, mm. of course, that's, that's nothing what a mother would go through uh, after losing a child. But I had this, I was still, I knew what trauma felt like. Yeah. Um, whereas I think Antonia really used these mother's real testimonies to get her into this uh, character. And she, yeah. yeah, she did a really amazing job. Oh, thank you. Um, but uh, there's also this book which is called Ask Me His Name, which is a diary of um, a mother who lost a child. And obviously, yeah, uh, most of the stillbirth happens between 32 weeks and the due date, which is at 40 weeks. Yeah. And at that point, everything's ready because you can give birth any time from then. So your hospital bag is ready. The nursery has been mm. completely built up. And so in our film, um, it starts with our the, the couple building up this nursery and taking a lot of time to build this little nest for their baby. Um, And the heartbreak with the film is because obviously some people decide to keep the nursery and maybe to change it a little bit for their next child or just to keep it as a memory if they don't want to have a child after this. But with us, um, because families don't really know how to deal with with this situation, so Sometimes they do things that are really brutal without understanding how traumatic it is for the actual Beerus parents. So we brought a carer in who decided to box up the nursery, which yeah. was the character's nest and mm-hmm. her happy place. And she would read books to a child that wasn't there, sadly. But throughout the whole film, you're meant to think that the child is there. And then at the end, 
once they've locked up the nursery and she can't get in and she she climbs through the window in order to get in and she sees all the nursery completely boxed up. That was for me also because I had created that nursery because I really wanted to feel what it was to actually take care of a space and create your own little cocoon. And I asked Edward uh, to not show me the room until we shot that scene. And uh, I mean, obviously it's a, a hundred, one hundred, no, one percent of what um, Beer's mother might feel. But yeah, it was Felt very real. heartbreaking. Yeah. Through doing the, the film, because the, the stillbirth rates in the UK are high. What is it like? Mm. There's nine stillborn yeah. babies every day. Yeah. Nine to did, 15. Right, wow. Um, did you, were there any kind of insights that you gained in terms of, you know, if you had a friend or somebody that, that went through this, how you might deal with that differently or talk differently? So if any of our listeners have got friends or, you know, because my friend's sister had the same yeah. thing. She had twins that, that were both born, stillborn. And yeah. that's been a very difficult journey for that whole family and how you navigate that. And now she's had more babies, but how do you still acknowledge the babies that passed away? Yeah. So were there any insights that you can share, any learnings from that research? Um, I, it's kind of what we were saying before. I think you just can't shy away from the issue. As as a friend of somebody who's lost their child, you really need to go and support that person. And even if they don't want to see you, you need to really try and push them to, to socialise as much as they can and talk about it and face it. Um, also, SANS has wonderful support groups um, and you have different age gaps. And there's so many different groups that a lot of women find um, their own specific little group which helps them go through the trauma but also the book Ask Me His Name by L. Wright is phenomenal and this educates people that have not gone through the trauma to deal with it for their friends and also for bereaved mother that have gone through it it's I think any woman can relate to that book and it's it's not something that can't be avoided we just need to do more scans in this country we stopped doing scans at 32, 32 weeks between uh, that and the time you actually give yeah. birth is the most common time that you lose your child yeah. mm. it's it's just an obvious thing mm. we just need to scan these mothers more my my mother gave birth to me and my three brothers all in paris because she was so worried about this happening to her oh wow yeah um and they do they scan mothers much more often in Paris and in every other country in Europe. Yeah, in the UK, the rate is the highest in any developed country. Um, it's higher than Croatia, than For Poland. Yeah. Really? And okay. Czechoslovakia, uh, Republic Czech as well, which is... And, and the worst thing is a lot of the time you won't actually get a proper answer. So the, the, the doctors or nurses will just say, we don't know. So the mother feels like it's their, something that they've done. Mm -hmm. And it never is. It's never the mother's fault. Of course, oh. of course it's not. Giving birth is such a complicated thing. Um, and for a mother not to know the reason, it scares mm. them so much to have another child. Yeah. So you've got, you've got your own production company, the t the two of you, Luna Moon. So yeah. is it's your goal to tell more stories, more of women's stories like this? So they are women's stories for now, uh, but it just happens to be that women have a very difficult time telling their stories, and and b because society tends to hide away these things. But we would tell anybody's story. It's it's just people who have issues at publicizing it and getting it out there. Um, stillbirth is not something that people love to talk about. Yeah. And that's why we felt like we needed to t talk about this and actually get it out there and, and 
yeah. try and make a bit of a change. And for example, our next project is going to be again about grief, but about suicide and how a family deals with it. So it's more tackling taboo subject, I think. Obviously, if they can be female-based, then that's wonderful, and we've ticked all the boxes. But it's more about yeah, tackling subject that yeah. really need to be addressed. Mm. Um, sounds like an incredible film. If people would like to see it, where and when is it on? Where can they find it? So at the moment, we're waiting to hear back from festivals. We did our premiere two weeks ago at the London Independent Film Festival, which we won. And now oh. we're waiting to hear back from the others. So we'll let you, you know. You won the festival, did you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. congratulations. congratulations. This, wow. is our, this is our fourth festival win. So yeah, we're, we're yeah. Oh, very, wow. very happy okay. where it's going. Yeah, having um, an impact. But hopefully we're even going to try and distribute it on either the BBC or ITV um, over over Baby Loss Awareness Month. Yeah. Uh, w- in October. In October. Yeah. Netflix to take it on. That would be great. Great <laughs> plug. Thank you. Um, you are listening, Netflix. Yeah. I'm sure but they are. The, the film is called um, Held for a Moment and... And we'll definitely make it um, accessible for people to watch online. Yeah. Thank great. you so much Thank for coming, you. guys. It sounds like a great film. We'd Thank love you so much for having us. This has been the Badass Women's Hour podcast with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. If you want to hear more from us, you can come follow us on social media at Badass Women's Hour HR um, or leave us a review and tell us how much you love us. We really need to feel the love. Five stars should do it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.